Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at PositivelyProductive.com resources. Too often when we relegate happiness as a lesser priority, we lose more than we bargained for. Focusing on productivity for productivity's sake leaves us feeling stressed and lacking purpose. Instead of prioritizing being productive over being happy, I'm encouraging you to switch the order and make sure you get both. If you focus on being productive, you may or may not be happy. Even if you're happy or productive, it could be short-lived. However, if you focus on being happy, you get the happiness and this fabulous byproduct called productivity. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a productivity coach certified in positive psychology and stress management. Join me as we explore ways to live a more proactive, positive life with episodes on productivity, self-awareness, mindset, entrepreneur life, habits and systems, simplicity, fun, and more. I understand overwhelm personally as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and as a caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm so happy you've joined me today, which is going to make me more productive. How? Come along with me and I'll explain. We all want to be productive, but at what cost? Don't get me wrong, I definitely want to be productive too. My business is coaching others to do so, but I want to ensure we do it in a way that prioritizes the person, not the principle. I want to be sure we honor ourselves in the process so we achieve our goals but avoid burnout. Hopefully that sounds good to you too. We still have an important conversation to share with the world and it starts here. This world is known for promoting the hustle and grind mentality and we need to change that. A 2022 survey in the Headway app showed participants placing productivity as their number one goal. Polling over 1 million users of different ages with millennials as the core group, the results showed that 65% of people in the UK, 63% of Americans, and 58% of Australians shared a primary desire to master productivity. While second and third priority aims were divided among having more money, a healthy body, and overall feeling of happiness, the main response was being productive. At first glance, you kind of get it. We want to be productive, and we think that will lead to us getting everything else we want. But when you look again, you realize that these results indicate a desire for productivity so great that we're willing to prioritize it over our own happiness. Something is not quite right here. My concern is that if you're willing to do that, you just might get what you asked for. Too often when we relegate happiness as a lesser priority, we lose more than we bargained for. Focusing on productivity for productivity's sake 
leaves us feeling stressed and lacking purpose. We talk a lot about working smarter, not harder, and I'm actually a fan of that. We covered it in a 2021 episode on the podcast. But, and here's a key part, in that conversation, we talked about a really important component, happiness. Today, we are definitely due to bring that topic back around. So instead of prioritizing being productive over being happy, I'm encouraging you to switch the order and make sure you get both. If you focus on being productive, you may or may not be happy. Even if you're happy you are productive, it could be short-lived. However, if you focus on being happy, you get the happiness and this fabulous byproduct called productivity. This is why I'm so focused on the principles of positive psychology and I incorporate them into my coaching. When I was studying positive psychology with Barbara Fredrickson through her course that she offers via the University of North Carolina, I could see immediately how powerful the idea of happiness could be for focus and productivity. The studies she and many other positive psychology experts have done and continue to do give us all the proof we need. What does happiness do for us and why do we need to prioritize it? To start, positivity boosts brain power and creativity. Sean Acor, author of The Happiness Advantage, and someone whose name you might recognize when you listen to gratitude episodes of the podcast, explains that we found that optimism is the greatest predictor of entrepreneurial success because it allows your brain to perceive more possibilities. Acor continues, only 25% of job success is based upon IQ. 75% is about how your brain believes your behavior matters, connects to other people, and manages stress. Essentially, when you're happier, you become more creative. You approach things in a smarter way. This creativity includes problem-solving skills. A good mood directly translates to more creative ideas. We become more flexible and inclined toward original thinking, that innovation that entrepreneurs truly need. And that feeling can last from one day to the next. Happiness motivates you. Martin Seligman, a psychologist who developed the theory of positive psychology, indicates that happy people have a more positive and optimistic outlook. There's that word optimism again. This in turn helps them lead better, healthier lives and have improved relationships. And you know all of those things connect to our productivity. Interestingly, he explains that genuine happiness and life satisfaction have little to do with pleasure and much more to do with developing personal strengths and character. That should sound familiar because I talk about that with regard to productivity. So imagine this path of focusing on your strengths, which we do together during our coaching sessions, which then leads to motivation, which drives cognition. Yeah, happiness motivates you and boosts your ability to think. Here's a fun one. Happy people make fewer mistakes. Not saying we don't make mistakes, but fewer. And here's why. So when you're happy at work, happy with what you're doing, you're also content, confident, and secure. And in an ironic twist, that means you'll allow yourself to make mistakes. Okay, stay with me. When you allow yourself a chance to make mistakes, which often goes along with taking risks and 
being self-compassionate, you end up learning so much more and letting go of what went wrong as you move forward. Subsequently, with that practice, you end up making fewer mistakes in the future. It's like the opposite of a vicious cycle, like it's a positive feedback loop, basically. So fewer mistakes then means less time wasted, more efficiency, you got it, more productive. And here's perhaps one of my favorites, which is loving what you do puts you in flow. You've heard of a flow state before? It is one of the most productive states you can be in. Psychologist and author Sherry Campbell explains, when we're totally immersed in work or projects that are challenging, invigorating, and meaningful, we experience being in our zone. Happiness is most deeply experienced in the workplace when we're totally absorbed and caught up in what we're doing. Think of a project where you lose track of time. That's a sign of being in the zone. Sherry further explains that when we love what we do, the work becomes the focus of the passion. And all the results, you know, what we get paid and the achievement that goes with it, those become the byproducts. She emphasizes that we're most productive when we're doing what we want to do rather than what we're forced to do. Yeah, that tracks. I think we can all agree on that. Now, I understand adulting, sometimes at zero out of five, would not recommend, and there are certain things we have to do. But when we can do things we have to do in a way that we love to do them, that helps. And when we can find things that we love to do to still get the jobs done, that helps even more. Okay, so this idea of happiness coming first, right? Prioritizing happiness. Well, I'm guessing the next question you have is, how do we open up that door? How do we find more happy? Well, aside from ice cream, at least for me, there are tons of resources out there, including Sean Acor's Happiness Advantage, Gretchen Rubin's The Happiness Project, so many books, and a ton of other resources we've talked about here. You can find them on the Positively Productive website on the resources page. There are links to a wish list that has all of these books and more. Also, consider these simple steps. One, find things that make you happy and do them. A quick way is to create a list with my Joy List workbook, which you can request on the website for free as part of the toolkit. Make your list and schedule in ways to lift your spirits. I promise you that is going to change your energy and how you show up for everything you do. The second way I suggest finding more happy is to take care of your needs. And I mean needs. Are you sleeping, eating? Have you gotten the medical care you need? When you're not physically at your best, it can be so challenging to be mentally and emotionally at your best. It's hard to find happy when you're hurting. Speaking of which, the third thing is to acknowledge hurt and pain. It exists in our world and is sometimes far too prevalent. But often, we can call it out and give ourselves a chance to acknowledge what we're going through, to vent, and this can help release it and move on. And if it's a deeper hurt, a trauma specifically, you may need professional assistance to do that. And I encourage it. That's part of your needs. Fourth thing you can do to boost the happy is to manage your stress. It's a balancing act to do that. I get it. You want enough stress to keep you moving, but not so much that you're burnt out. And if you are coming back from burnout, you're going to need a lot more soothing. 
Most of the time, we have plenty of stressful input from the world. So that's why prioritizing ways to calm your nervous system, breathing, time in nature, meditation, gratitude, all of those things will help even more so. And a fifth way that you can boost the happy is to play to your strengths and fully acknowledge and accept who you are. Not just accept it, own it. So you're unique and you know how you work best. It's not how others work best. It's how you work best. Know it, own it, and that will give you incredible satisfaction. How does that sound to you? Is it a little too good to be true? Is it just wild enough to work? Does it feel challenging? I would love for you to message me, which you can do on the connect page of my website, positivelyproductive.com, and let me know where and when you are most happy. I know one of my places is right here with you, and I am truly grateful for the time you spend with me. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com resources.